Hi, my name is Artem. You're listening to the new podcast series by KitCast called Let's Talk Digital Signage. Digital signage is not the only market hit by the pandemic, but it's one of those that will see a great transformation during and after the COVID-19. While there are positive signals on the markets, more than ever do we need consolidation, transparency and support. For these reasons, we're launching a series of interviews with digital signage market players who will share their pains, gains and hopes for 2021-2022. My today's guest is Robert Terakidis II, Senior Tech Marketing Architect at VMware. Hi, Robert. Hey, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing great, doing great. Awesome. Uh, so before we start, um, could you please share maybe some daily routine you do to stay in great mood and uh, be inspired for the whole day in these uh, challenging times or not challenging, just your everyday routine to stay healthy, wealthy, and <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, well, I have two young kids that keep me on my toes all the time. So um, I, I guess you could say my routine is the fact that I don't have a routine. Like every day <laughs> is different. Uh, I think the other thing as well is, I, I mean, they keep me feeling young with their curiosity and their eagerness to learn new things, mm -hmm. um, which, um, you know, I've kind of myself always have kind of been somebody who wanted to try new things and learn new things as well. But I think they kind of help, um, you know, they force you to learn it well, because in order to explain it to somebody that young, <laughs> you have to really be able to distill it to the most simplest terms you can. Right? Course, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's been something I think my other kind of guilty pleasure from a, the pandemic perspective is uh, I kind of gotten back into um, or gotten back in as an adult fan of Lego. Oh, so, uh, you know, I had time on my hands, <laughs> an office with bare walls in my house and nothing going on. And so I was like, okay, let's go with like a star Wars theme. Right. And so yeah, that's, and behold, like, yeah. Lego's got like an entire collection of star Wars related Lego sets. And so I've been kind of building one of those here now every, every once in a while in my spare time. And that's kind of my, so the millennial Falcon. Yeah. All that stuff. Uh, I can't bring myself to spend $800 on a Lego set. I haven't gotten to that point yet, right? Like, yeah. so I'm an adult fan. Too fancy. That doesn't mean I'm a, I'm an adult buyer yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I've done like the, um, like they did the ATAT -AT or the baby, the Grogu baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ship from the, um, uh, the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. The Razor Crest, some of those kind of smaller ones, um, and I've actually started getting the rest of my family into it too. So, uh, my one of my ones waiting for me right now is the uh, Nintendo set because I convinced my wife that it would be a fun one to do together. So, <laughs> yeah, it definitely will. <laughs> I'm excited to put that one together. That is going to be fun. Yeah, that definitely is great. <laughs> uh, so we have everything. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and. Um, now, when you're after all this uh, Lego stuff, when you get back to um, to business, um, what changes in uh, the business projects or the digital signage projects um, you notice that gave the most noticeable positive results in 2020? And uh, which changes did you take uh, into 2021? Um. You know, I think from the perspective of digital signage, a lot of what I've been seeing, um, and I think maybe for a little bit of a background, 
I see a very focused portion of the market in mm-hmm. my role. So in my role as a technical marketer um, within VMware, you know, my role is within the energy computing organization. And my focus is on anything and everything Apple, right? So mm-hmm. Android, Google, like not really in my purview. I don't really focus too much on that. Windows, not really focused on that. So again, it's more the focus on that Apple perspective. And even just from that Apple perspective, I've seen where a lot of organizations, um, kind of kind of two different things, right? The The fact that folks were basically told they had to leave the office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there was cases where folks couldn't get back into the office in order to get their equipment. And so they were relying on equipment at home. There were folks that were um, constrained by the ability to buy new equipment because of supply chain issues, which had them looking at kind of maybe a non-traditional setup than what they would have been accustomed to. So, you know, you basically have a a traditional window shop that is now looking at, okay, well, I'm having a hard time getting Windows 10 PCs and laptops to facilitate getting all these people to work. Mm-hmm. So maybe now I'll start taking a look at Mac and what can we do with Mac? And, uh, you know, I think that door has led a lot into people focusing more on what can we do with iPads and Macs in an enterprise organization. And granted that started from kind of the perspective of what can they do at home? But, you know, now that we're looking at businesses are starting to look at opening up, they're looking at bringing people back into the office, maybe not full time, but at least part of the time to at least allow people moments of face to face activity that folks are looking at, you know, how can we facilitate that? Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I think with that has been an uptick from at least that Apple ecosystem of how can I give somebody the best um, experience around having these Apple devices and part of that lends to Apple TV and TVOS, right? And so, you know, kind of um, my initial introduction into KitCast and what you guys are doing was really around the Apple TV and kind of being able to use that device as a digital sign with potentially the opportunity to use that as also almost like a conference room presentation uh-huh. um, scenario. So you have these devices that you're going to allow people to broadcast to and they can do that wirelessly, right? So that kind of facilitates that person who's not used to being in the office can show up and get access to present on these devices without having to worry about, did I pack the right dongle? Is it VGA or HDMI? Like you eliminate all of that because it's all wireless over the network. But then you have these TVs with these Apple TV devices attached to them that for a good part of the day are probably just sitting there not doing anything. And then you have the ability to turn them into digital signage so that as people walking are walking by and they see the conference room, that they can kind of get that quick momentary message of whatever you want them to see that I think it's as an organization, it can help you build um, kind of awareness of what's going on in the organization, awareness of what's going on in kind of current state with the pandemic. And, and, you know, it just gives you more opportunity to get in front of the people that you have coming into the office. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, as they're coming back uh, to the office, 
more and more people come back to the office, do you think that there will be like a drastic change in this level of communication through digital signage than it was when everyone was on remote? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, with everybody being at home, everybody's kind of already overwhelmed and stressed, <laughs> you know? And so um, I think email can be, <clears throat> excuse me, email can potentially be overwhelming or get buried because a lot of that communication that you used to have face-to-face has moved into an electronic format, right? Mm-hmm. So that information is either email or it's Slack or it's Teams or it's it's whatever, but I think you need to find as an organization a way to kind of break through that and get in front of people to let them know what the important things are, right? And so I see digital signage as a way that you can kind of initiate that in the mm-hmm. flyby as people are walking through your building. Um, uh, you know, within VMware, we have uh, a product that we sell that also does some messaging as well. So I think it's not just like the one piece that's going to get everybody, I think you're going to have to go multiple routes, but mm-hmm. I think kind of the traditional route where you send everybody the mass email that says, here's what's going on. That is lost in the shuffle nowadays. And I think you need to find ways outside of that in order to keep your folks engaged with what's going on. For those considering digital signage for their businesses in this year and the next year, what, what would be three tips to consider? Um, let me see if I can constrain it to three or, or get maybe there. more. Think, just, yeah, let's three. You know, I think when when I was thinking about this, just from the perspective and kind of the way that I got in touch with Kitcast was uh, writing an article about doing digital signage for TVOS. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the things that drew me to the capabilities of what you can do with Kitcast was you guys have already kind of thought ahead about how to make these digital signage or digital signage apps manageable. So I think kind of step one is you need to find a digital signage platform that's very easy to turn out, right? So you want to be able to deploy it easily. When it breaks, you want to be able to redeploy it easily. And you really want to use kind of off-the-shelf hardware that's easy to find. So the nice Mm -hmm. part about um, TVOS devices is they're relatively easy to come by, right? You, you don't yeah. have to worry too much about you have them at home uh, where you're going to be able to find them, right? Now the trick to TVOS is if you want to be able to make them easy to provision, you want to be able to buy them through your enterprise account so that they're part of Apple Business Manager or Apple School Manager, depending on what kind of organization mm-hmm. you are. But being able to do that, I mean, they have the ability to basically you plug them in and give them Ethernet, and then they provision themselves. So it's really a hands-off flow. You don't have to worry too much about um, you know, the time and energy it's going to take to turn that device into a digital sign. Yeah. I think the second part of that is finding, <clears throat> finding a vendor you can work with that makes that software easy to manage, right? And so to um, you know, the kudos to, to KitKat from the perspective of you know, your app is in the app store. It's available to be updated from the app store. The nice part about it being in the app store is that because it's in the app store, it can be cached in Apple caching services uh, on a Mac OS that you put in your network. Right. So exactly. Um, yeah. you know, that makes it, if you have a lot of these devices, you don't have all these devices reaching out to the broader internet and downloading these apps as well. Right. They can get them from that internal caching server. So, you know, this, kind of the ability to easily deploy the app that you're using for digital signage. That's kind of the second tip. 
And then the third tip, I think, is the fact that these <clears throat> digital signage devices, because they're kind of more off-the-shelf hardware, you can manage them with a unified endpoint management provider. So like mm -hmm. VMware Workspace ONE is one of those. You can use any of our competitors that support TVOS as well. But I think my, kind of my point is that um, once you've got the device out in the wild, like you can still keep a pulse on it in the same console that you're using to manage all of your other devices that you have. So the, the laptops that you deploy, the mobile devices that you deploy, the rugged devices that you deployed, all of those show up in one, in one place. And I think by doing kind of that off the shelf hardware solution versus something that's kind of proprietary and, and using custom hardware is now you've got two separate places to manage all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think it gives you a better way to kind of manage that hardware from the get go. So I've got like a whole ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. What do you think are the main trends that will dominate um, the second half of 2021 and possibly the next year? Um, you know, I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier is you're going to be pe bringing people back into the office. And I think those, just from what I've been reading and the people that I've been talking to, that a lot of those office spaces are going to be less about kind of you having an individual office space where you go to and you work from every day and then you have a lot of drive-bys with people that, that are also working in the office. And a lot of those office spaces are going to be kind of transforming into meeting places, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of us are going to be either 100% work from home or a hybrid work from home scenario so that when we do come into the office, we're really there not necessarily to work in the office and have our little cubicle that we're going to work out of. We're there to meet with other people and meeting rooms are going to be uh, a much bigger presence now. So, uh, you know, at least even in, within VMware, I think we've in some of our spaces, we're re-architecting those spaces to be more collaborative mm -hmm. and less individualized. So, you know, it's really about having these devices that are going to be there that are going to give people kind of the messages that you need them to see as they're walking by, as they're coming into the building or as they're, getting to a conference room and setting up, but then you've got these kind of messages that are sitting in front of them before they actually start their presentation and start working on that collaboration. You know, that gives you that micro moment where you can interact with them and, and message to them before they really kind of st sit down and start digging deep into their work. And then I think, um, you know, on top of that, just, you know, from a digital signage perspective, um, you know, I think the, there's really going to be a good way or that's really just going to become kind of critical as, as the way that you kind of have that method to, to bring and bubble up that important stuff above all the noise. Mm -hmm. right? And that's going to be critical kind of going forward. Yeah. And, um, just, just as we were saying that, uh, about some people coming to the office, it, uh, it looks like there's going to be like two offices. I mean, uh, when everyone was in remote, it's just an office that moved to separate allocations, but it just was centralized anyway. But now when some people are coming to the office, some people are staying at home and remote, it looks like it gets more scattered and uh, it really needs uh, some sort of a new way of communication, um, more uh, efficient, I, I presume. Exactly. Yeah, more efficient and really more catered to 
kind of the, I'd call it the drive-by, right? Like, so just basically like the signage that you're seeing as you're walking through the building, walking through the halls, mm-hmm. you know, and because those, <clears throat> especially with like the Apple TVs, I mean, there's hardly any footprint on them. You can mount them on the back of the TV and you yeah. really don't have to worry about where they're sitting, right? So you need power and a network cable and that's that's it. And network cable is even sort of optional if you're going to run them off of Wi-Fi. You just need network to, to get them set up initially, right? So then you set it up initially and then you go mount it on the TV on the wall and it runs mm-hmm. off of Wi-Fi, right? Like So, I mean, you have a lot of options as to how you want to set that up, but that compact package is going to let you be able to put them anywhere. And honestly, like TVs nowadays, I mean, those have gotten so cheap relatively you know to put those pretty much anywhere in your office building <laughs> yeah <laughs> not a huge undertaking i mean it, it's a cost right and you know you got to rationalize that out but um you know it, it's become more affordable for you to do this <laughs> yeah definitely and even from the perspective of like small organizations right like you would think of digital digital signage as something that was like big enterprises always had it right like you'd walk into a massive office building and you would see the signs on the walls and the welcome so-and-so from such and such company, right? Like, and all that personalization. But now you as a small business can afford this, right? Like this is not a huge undertaking that requires massive amounts of licensing and massive amounts of hardware and custom hardware and all this other craziness, right? Like this is something that anybody can basically get into now. Yeah, that's one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, about digital signage is that it's expensive, it's complicated. It's for just grand projects, whatever, and big companies. Uh, what are the, um, other misconceptions uh, that you've probably heard that you encountered uh, regarding digital signage? Um, misconceptions. Um, I think one of the, <clears throat> I don't know that it's necessarily a misconception, but I think one of the, I guess I would rephrase this in a different way is just that mm-hmm. like, I don't think we've gotten to the point where everybody has really realized the value of what you can do with digital signage, right? Like you think of digital signage and I think a lot of people think digital signage is the electronic menu that you see up on the TV or yeah. the welcome sign that you see in the lobby, right? And it's it can be so much more than that, right? So, I mean, I've already alluded to the conference rooms and being able to do messaging there, but then it's also... Um, just think of it as like dashboards, right? Like, so if you have any kind of either like manufacturing or retail or anything where there's some type of process that's happening regularly where you are tracking metrics, like those metrics can get turned around and put into some type of an app that's going to display those and make those available for you. So you don't have to be the one person in the room who's waiting on a report to automatically run at the end of the day. Like those results can actually be turned into live data that people can see front and center. And I think, you know, that gets kind of lost on a lot of folks that there's the ability where you can take the, take signage and make it so much more. And so, you know, I would encourage everybody that, you know, if there's a place where you think people need to see kind of the real time stance of what's happening, like that is an opportunity for a digital sign. Yeah. It's very versatile. I mean, there are so many applications where you can use digital signage to communicate, to convey any message. Exactly. What are uh, the most exciting and new applications of digital signage or maybe projects that you've seen 
this year or last year that uh, can uh, like inspired you or brought a spark into your um, I don't know that I can talk about them because of NDA. We get that a lot, yeah. Yeah, I don't like. There's been a few, but I, I I don't know how much I can divulge on them. Um, safe to say, I think, you know, one of the ones that I thought was exciting was right along the lines of kind of that digital dashboard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really pumping data from a process, mm-hmm. and making it very easy for somebody to see kind of what the current state of that process is. Um, and then I, I really just think just the whole concept of the, the conference rooms. I mean, and that's, that's almost like a personal, a personal one for me, just cause like, I honestly hate going into conference rooms and then fighting over the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the, the box in the center of the table that has all the wires coming out of it. Is the box working? Did somebody kick the power cord and unplug it accidentally? Now it's not working. Is do I have the right dongle? Like, does it is it an HDMI? I mean, luckily, knock on wood, right? Like everybody nowadays has kind of moved to HDMI, but like it used to be, you know, was it VGA? Was it DVI? Was it HDMI? Like, what's going on here? Um, you know, and then even with that, like, I, I think there was just kind of this you know, you would plug something in and then even once you got it plugged in, now you're looking at, you know, is my device set up to present the way that I want it to? Like, you know, so like particularly like if you're somebody who's doing PowerPoint or keynote, right? Like, so which screen is it the big screen or your little screen that has the presenter view versus the presentation. And now I've got to swap them again, right? Like it's just, it's overhead when the meeting starts versus I sit down, I log in and I airplay it and it's done. yeah it's that easy it's become that easy yeah exactly right and so i mean i i think it's not it's not at all exciting right like to your point like what's what have i worked on that's been exciting like that's not that's probably the anti-exciting right because it's so basic but again it's so basic and so annoying that when you have the opportunity to to have this better experience, you're just like, oh man, like why did we wait so long to do this? <laughs> no, on the contrary, I think that those things are really the most exciting. I mean, if you can facilitate something, if you can make uh, a piece of very hard tech or a piece of uh, chain that is overcomplicated simple and yeah. uh, easy to use, hassle free, then that that's the point. That's the whole point of digital signage. I mean, to <laughs> cut to cut this corner and to make people communicate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, that that's probably it for, from my side. And um, thanks for uh, listening. It was uh, Kitcast's uh, podcast. Let's talk digital signage. My guest was Robert Trekidis II, senior tech marketing architect at VMware. Thank you so much, Robert. Thank you.